Greetings and welcome, everybody, to episode number seven of Make Disciple Makers, where we seek to teach and obey all Jesus commanded. Today, we're going to have a good time, and we're just going to answer some questions that you have asked specifically about the topic of... Dating. Dating. How exciting. Yes. Um, and in the coming weeks, um, we will do a little more systematic look at dating, relationships, marriage, some of those things. Uh, but today we're just going to answer some of the questions that you wrote in uh, and kind of just popcorn style address mm-hmm. some of the things that, that you have, um, that you've gone for. So Brooke's got them and she's going to read them out and then we'll just sort of go for it. That's right. Um, we got these via Instagram mm, questions. The Instagram. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, shameless plug, at CFBC, uh, what is it? Uh, underscore. Underscore, underscore students. Yep, students. Don't forget the underscore. Yes. All right. Number one, is there a good age to start dating? Good question. What do you think? What do I think? Well, th- this begs the question first off because what we want to do is always ground everything in scripture and in the word of God and we want everything Mm -hmm. that we say and we do to be filtered through a biblical worldview Mm -hmm. but what's interesting is that dating is largely a cultural creation and something that's not addressed in scripture uh, but we want to take some principles and apply them Uh, so typically what we say to students at least what I say you guys can um you know, share experiences that you've had. Um, one, it's important to honor your mother and your father in those types of decisions. I think some, um, you know, our, our job is to partner with parents to disciple students and, uh, some of the best kind of family units and uh, parents that we see that are, are spurring their, their students on to love Jesus, uh, they've got some guidelines and some rules laid out of, hey, you're not going to date until fill in the blank, whether that's 16 when you can drive, whether that's uh, when you're in college, you're not going to date in high school at all. Um, all those are, are wise uh, decisions that parents can can make and then students should um, honor their, their mom and their dad mm-hmm. in that. We will say, um, you know, we don't like rely on research, but from most of the things that we can see, um, less than 2% of people will marry their high school sweetheart. Say it isn't so! so. <laughs> I know that you think that your boyfriend and your girlfriend um, are different. Y'all are the exception. I know you're the exception, yeah. but the reality <laughs> is, I mean, probably not. Um, so is it is it most wise to start dating in high school where it's probably not going to go anywhere, uh, which then also begs the question of the purpose of dating, right. um, the purpose of getting to know somebody um, would be to progress toward um, uh, marriage. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I would say. It's up, it's up to your parents and a decision that, that you guys can work through together. Um, and then, uh, I, I would kind of ask the diagnostic question. Um, are you ready to get married? 
<laughs> and if the answer to that is no, then really what's the what would be the purpose of getting into a dating relationship? Right. right. Now it sounds that's very countercultural because everybody everybody's doing it. Everybody's in a dating relationship. Everybody's got a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Uh, but really, if, if we're talking about the purpose of getting to know somebody in order to determine whether or not you w- want to marry this person, then why would you start um, down that path if you're not ready to do it? Right. Um, Ryan, you, you mentioned something earlier about how in our culture today, when we get into relationships, um, ending those is like, what, what, what was that? Is, and I can't remember where I heard it from, but uh, someone said something along the lines of this. The way that we date in our culture today, it's as if we are setting ourselves up or we're basically practicing how to divorce, mm. right? Because in, in dating now, it's, um, and I say now, I guess it's been like that for a while, but it's, okay, I have some, some feelings for this person and it's like, I'm going to try, I'm going to try this person out, see if we work. And if not, or when things get uncomfortable or awkward, or I don't like something about them, boom, I drop them. Um, yet when we look at like just what Alex said, what's the purpose of dating you want to look for? Is this going to become marriage? Okay. Then engagement, then marriage. But if we're finding a flaw about somebody or dropping them because we don't want to deal with the conflict, then we're nowhere near ready for marriage Mm -hmm. in in the biblical idea of the covenant marriage. So uh, that doesn't mean like, you know, first date you roll up, you're like, hey, I'm Ryan. Um, I'm here because I think we should get married. (laughs) Um, Or maybe that's your game. I don't know. But that's good that you said that, Alec. Just thinking about that down the road, um, that is that someone I see myself married with? If not, then I'm just practicing how to divorce later on. Yeah. And there's, there's a whole, there's a bunch of other stuff underneath that with our culture today, as far as social media and our phones and how we can be constantly connected and how, you know, that there, that that's very unique to this generation. And so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of challenges when it comes to dating, um, today that, Generations past, honestly, haven't had to deal with, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just it's just different. The culture's different. Uh, technology has has really changed the game in a, in a lot of different areas. Uh, but to get back to the original question, after we kind of went off, um, is honor your mom and your dad, and be wise in acknowledging the purpose of dating and whether you're ready to move in that direction toward marriage. And if you're not, then maybe it's not best. Right. Just have good friends that are, um, that, you know, are of the opposite sex and that's totally cool. Um, there's one verse that is in either first or second Timothy that talks about how we should treat, um, mm-hmm. other people within, uh, the body of Christ. And in, Paul is encouraging us to treat, um, other women, uh, other girls, other um, women in the church and that are in Christ as our sisters. Yeah. Um, and then he does the same thing, older women as mothers, and he kind of goes through the, the list there. And I think that that, that verse, if we could just kind of get that in our heads um, and allow that to be how we filter and treat one another in relationships, that's going to 
help us a lot whenever we think about this idea of dating. Okay. Right. right. This, this, uh, if I'm a guy, this girl that I'm dating is my sister in Christ and I'm going to treat her and love her and cherish her as mm-hmm. that, not as something, you know, not, not as a potential spouse immediately. Right. You're, you're my sister in Christ first. Now, how does that inform how I build a relationship and how I love them? Um, that's going to really help us as we kind of move on. But that should really guide um, a lot of how we look at at people within the church as our family. So anyway. Yeah, that's good. That's good. On to the next one. Is it okay to be alone with your boyfriend? Hmm. Yes. Do it in, be alone in a a public place. Mm -hmm. You can still have that one-on-one time where it's not you're, you know, hanging out at a house by yourself or mm-hmm. hanging out in some secluded place um, where you're not going to really set yourself up for success um, there. So, yes, but, you know, go to IHOP or something, mm-hmm. um, you know, go to a restaurant, go to a park, go to, you know, somewhere where it's not just the two of you for extended periods of time. Yeah. What uh, I think wise, I mean, just wise counsel, especially if you're just getting to know somebody, is to hang out in groups. Um, you know, don't isolate yourself totally. Hang out with other friends. Yes, sure, you can spend time alone together, uh, but not, just like Brooke said, not in a situation that is unwise where it's just the two of you, especially if there is going to be sexual temptation, you know, that's, that's what we want. Paul calls us to flee from that in first Corinthians six eighteen. Mm. flee from sexual immorality. So if the question is, you know, what you're really kind of getting at the, what can I do? What would be right. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, when the, that's really the op- the wrong question. What we right. want to say is we want to flee from sin and sexual immorality. We want to pursue holiness. Right. So right. what does that look like? And I think the answer would be we're going to spend time alone in public, you know, and we're going to hang out with other people and get other right. people involved in our relationship, you know, all, all those things. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. On to the next one. Is it wrong for a girl to initiate a relationship. Here we are. Uh, well, Rick, what do you think? I this is an interesting question. On initiate, do you mean like, are you asking him to be your boyfriend? Are you? I don't know exactly. We need a little bit more here, but um, is it wrong for a girl to like show interest? No, absolutely not. Like we don't. We don't. We want to be clear um, when it comes to our feelings, you know, for other people, especially if you know that they are interested in you. The whole, you know, let's play hard to get, let's do the mystery game thing is not um, fair or fun, you know, for anyone. Um, so no, I don't think it's wrong, you know, to show interest. Now, I think if you're the one that's having to. Uh, initiate everything uh, in a relationship, that's going to be telling of where that relationship is probably going to lead down the road. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What do y'all think? Yeah. Like, well, I think you can... 
if if we want to ground it in um, kind of where like uh, roles in marriage. So um, again, we're not talking about marriage, but if dating is going to lead to marriage, ideally, then we know that men and women are both created in the image of God equally, um, with equal dignity, equal worth, but with different roles. Right. And God is going to hold men in particular accountable for the spiritual development of their families, namely their wife and children someday. So in a dating relationship, you know, or when you're trying to start a relationship, um, I I think, and now we're wandering into just kind of opinions. This isn't really scripturally grounded necessarily. um, But what we want is for the guy to demonstrate the capability to lead um, a, a woman well in a relationship. Right. Um, so, like Brooke said, I agree. Is it wrong for a girl to express interest, to say, hey, I like you, or whatever? No, that's, that's no. totally fine. Uh, but... The I, I think that the guy should be the primary driver and should should be the um, the one that's bringing clarity to the relationship to say, here's where we're going. You know, uh, just that there's that there's clarity there and there's clear communication. Uh, and if the girl is the one doing that, I I think that that might be a little backwards um, from what we see as the design the way that God designed marriage relationships to be, which like we said, dating should lead that direction. So there's got to be those patterns there, um, as we, as we move on. So, right. And it's not wrong for you to initiate a conversation to gain further clarity. I've, I've had to do that and I've been thankful that I did, um, because I was just kind of unclear and I was like, I basically just said, you know, Hey, like you're taking me on dates, but what is, you know, what it what is going on? Like, do you, he just hadn't, you know, provided any sort of clarity in the direction that we are moving, um, and so it's not wrong. Don't be afraid to initiate those conversations if there is a guy that's, you know, showing interest or acting a certain way, but hasn't really clarified where you stand with each other. So, I don't know. I think that's it. Next, how is the Lord relevant to dating? <laughs> Ryan, what do you think about that? I believe the question is, how is dating relevant to the Lord? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, we could ask that question about literally everything in our lives, because if he is a Lord of your life, then he is Lord of all of your lives at all yeah. times. Um, and when we have him as Lord of our lives, like truly living that way as he is the top priority, every, you know, everything's filtered through him and his word, um, his community around us, then we start to see and we start to flourish in how he designed everything. And like we've said, dating is, you know, that's our, that's our, can I say prerequisite? Mm. I feel like I'm like college course. Okay, like it's the thing before <laughs> yeah. marriage uh, to be super scientific. 
in my terminology there. But and he designed marriage, and so if he's a lord over marriage, then he's also lord over dating. Yeah, that's yep. That's, that's good. He has everything to do with the dating relationship. That's yeah. That yeah. Was, that's good, right? All right. How can we bring God into a relationship in which only one person is all about God? Hmm. Well, if we're talking, you are a follower of Christ and he is not, then you should break up. Mm. (laughs) That is, I mean, that's, we know that that's not going to honor the Lord. Your relationship won't because you are not moving in the same direction. You are not both, uh, you know, trying to become more like Christ, growing in holiness and um, that kind of thing. And so you're going to operate on totally different, you know, playing fields if one of you is a believer and one of you is not. Anything else? Yeah, well, I laugh because... um I've heard that too, and I think um, British shared that with me. But I've I've also had that you know mindset before too earlier on in my faith, and it's like, well, no, you know, we're gonna get together, and then I'll show them, and you know, then they'll be saved. Um, here's the deal: you don't need to be their savior, mm-hmm. and like they need to come to find the Lord on their own. And if it's if that's what you're doing, if if you're sharing the gospel, that's one thing. Um, but if you're dating and they're not a believer, but you you kind of want to justify it to clear your own conscience um, of, well, you know, I'm, I'm showing them or, or her or I'm showing her or whatever it is. Again, we want to go back. We just want to take a step back and look at the true intention. When we take off all the layers, what is truly underneath that? Is it, is it our own selfish desires and we sprinkle a little Jesus on it? Um, or is it truly, do I love this person, um, or truly care about this person? So I need to take a step back for it because I care about them. We need to take a step back because that's not the right thing to do right now. And, you know, if I share the gospel with them or if it's, you know, um, get them connected to a church and then get around some guys, you know, to, to bring, to bring him up and come alongside him. Um, but again, if the purpose of dating ultimately is marriage, um, you just ask yourself, where do you see this going? You know, what if, what if he doesn't, or what if she doesn't, uh, become a believer and you have all of this time, emotion, energy invested in them? Um, you might be setting yourself up for disaster there. Great. Good stuff. Is that all? No. Oh, we have a comment next. It's not a question, (laughs) but I still want to say it. Dating is not a game or joke. You don't just play around with it. Mm. That's true. Ain't no joke. That is no joke. Yeah. Yes. All right. Next. Good point. (laughs) Good comment, whoever wrote that. All right. Things couples can do to grow closer together in their walk with Christ. Okay. Alec? Um... Yes, it kind of goes, that goes into a lot of uh, kind of the cultural expectations and what dating has has become, but this would just be my counsel, um, not necessarily gospel truth, but I think the most wise thing to do if you're in a dating relationship is to continue to grow 
and devote yourself personally to the Lord, Mm -hmm. to continue to grow in holiness and love for Jesus and following Him above all else, primarily, first and foremost. Um, And as that's happening, then talk to the other person about what God is doing in your life and just share that to encourage them and to continue to spur each other on just like we would any other brother or sister in Christ. Boom. Um, I don't think it's best to, you know, do some sort of Bible study together, you know, spend hours in prayer together, that kind of thing. I don't, I don't think that's best. Um, you know, maybe when we're beginning to talk about engagement, you know, way, Mm -hmm. way down the line, um, then, then maybe we can start talking about, all right, what does this look like to pray together? That, that kind of thing. But, but, um, if we're not there yet, I think just your own personal devotion and holiness and encouraging one another Mm -hmm. in that is probably the best thing that we can do. Yeah. Kind of leave it at that. Good stuff. Right. That's that is those are all the questions. That is we the have. last question. Yeah, that all one right. is. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I, I want to say one thing, and then I'll let you all say closing comments as well on this. I think we've um, probably the in my mind as I'm thinking back to what we've said. The most important thing is was the beginning of when to date. <laughs> the rest of the questions we've kind of granted that we've granted dating relationships Mm -hmm. as being kind of the normative thing. Right. Um, And probably the most important thing is, should you date at all while you are younger, middle school, high school, whatever? Um, And the culture would say, yeah, I mean, sure. It's, it's no big deal. Follow your heart. Yeah. Do what you want to do, do what's going to make you happy. Um, And, that's that's probably not best. And so, like we said in the beginning, you um, following your parents' lead and and um, you know talking, getting their their counsel on whether or not you should be in a relationship, and then truly, really looking down deep in yourself and saying, "All right, am I am I in a place where I'm ready to to be in a romantic relationship?" Um, with uh, a member of the opposite sex and am I ready to progress toward marriage? And if the answer is no, the answer is probably going to be no if you're in high school um, and, you know, maybe even if you're in college, but probably for sure if you're in middle school, um, then then we really need to, to look at that. So we've, we've answered these questions granting that dating is what I like to call a necessary evil. Hmm. I, I don't really like that it has to happen, but in our culture today, it's, it's prevalent um, and, it, and it just kind of happens. But again, if, you, if you're younger, if you're, in, if you're in high school in particular, really look for the counsel of your parents and hmm. treat one another as brothers and sisters in Christ primarily above all else and let that inform how we treat one another. So I just want to, I'll, I'll kind of leave it at that for, for me. Anything good stuff. else? No, that's yeah. good. Um, just a, just a couple things. Um, if, if dating is the, is the, is what leads to marriage, the reason why we date ultimately is for, to gain a spouse later down the road. Um, 
one thing is that I remember being in middle school and high school and just in love with the idea of love. Mm. And so I was always wanting... Romantic you are. <laughs> right. Because I, I could be listening to this and being like, well, that's you know, easy for you to say, Ryan, now you're married. Mm. Um, but I just, I just want to, um, relate and just be like, man, I, I, I really, really remember that. But some things I wish I would have known is, you know, God, he already knew who I was going to marry and when that was going to happen. And if God is perfect, then that means his timing is perfect. And so throughout this process, it's really our opportunity to show our trust in the Lord that he knows what he's doing. He knows who he has for you. And if he gives them to you, or if he gives um, you and your future spouse together to you too early, um, there's a lot of things that, that he still wanted to create me into the man of God that, um, that, that he was going to have Britta to be with. And the same thing with Britta. Uh, and if I met her too early, you know, might have messed that up. So um, just trust his timing in that. And in the meantime, one of the greatest pieces of advice that I got, and I'll leave it at this, was, um, was this. As a guy, treat every girl as a friend. And, mm-hmm. and you said this, right? Mm-hmm. As a sister in Christ. But, but approach every girl as a friend, every single one. Then, in God's perfect timing, just one of those friendships will grow into a relationship and one day a marriage. Mm. Okay, well, what about all those other girls? Well, there's not any burnt bridges. There's not any awkwardness, weirdness. Why? Because you, you have a ton Your of friends. friends. What's left in the wake, what's left behind you, you have a ton of friends mm-hmm. um, and sisters in Christ. Yeah. So that was one of the greatest pieces of advice that I got um, that I wanted to share with y'all today. Good stuff. Yeah, I think I could say a lot about dating because that is my current stage of life. Uh, but... I think we'll get to those in later episodes, yeah. so I'm just going to hold off for Stay now and tuned. say, yeah, listen to our next few episodes. It'll awesome. be good. Love it. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we shall see you next time. Adios. Bye.